Hello, Sky friends. Scott here. I'm jumping in to let you all know that Seasons of Skyrend has officially launched our Patreon page. Now you can help support the show directly and get some bonuses in return. We have rewards ranging from special Discord roles to outtakes to creating your own NPC for the world of Skyrend and more. Head over to patreon.com slash skyrendpodcast for all the details. Every dollar goes into running and improving the show that you have helped make a success. And with your support, we can make the show even better. Thank you all so much for listening to us. Again, that's patreon.com slash skyrendpodcast. Any amount of support is appreciated. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Hello, Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. I am your host and DM, Scott. I'm here today to talk to you about our sponsor, Libris Arcana. They offer dice subscriptions, leather gaming covers, and more. I signed up for their monthly subscription, and let me tell you, these are some great dice. They're perfect for causing some trouble in our game. Head over to their website, librisarcana.com, and you can get a subscription of your very own. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A dot com. As a bonus to Seasons of Skyrend listeners, you can use the promo code SKYREND at checkout to receive 20% off your first month. Each month, you'll receive a new and unique set of dice delivered right to your door. Again, enter promo code SKYRAND at checkout to receive 20% off your first month's subscription. Go get yourself some dice and help us keep the lights on. Thank you, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 57 Return to the Grayscape
Patches grabs you by your furry ape chest and kind of puts one foot on top of your foot and pulls you off balance to get you through the portal. Except this portal's been drained of a lot of magic. It was almost done. And as you fall through, your body is still in the cavern and is not still in the cavern. You look ghostly there. I think anybody looking at you, or even the vision of Patches that is still standing there on the other side of the portal, can just see in your eyes this glow of magic. And those bodies are just standing still. And you can still see into the cavern. You can still see what's going on. But you also see another space. An oddly familiar space. And it takes you a moment because you're a gorilla now. The scale's a little different, and you're only half seeing it layered on top of the rest of the cavern. And what you see is the grayscape. There's a soft crunch of snow under your feet. Patches looks around very confused. Oh, I... I wasn't expecting this, but that's fine. We should be safer in here. Free to talk. We're away from that mantle now. Now maybe if you could calm down there, big fella. Pats you on the chest. <laughs> you know, we can work out what it is you actually want here. I don't know if you know exactly what you're doing. And if you don't care, that's one thing. I'm okay with that. I do things without caring all the time. But maybe you do. We'll find out. Um, I'm awfully long monologue. I have no language. <laughs> Can you understand? Wait, 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 wait. Does Polymorph remove your ability to understand? Uh, I don't... Not understand, but he can't speak. But I can't speak. Okay. You can roar, though, and growl. And give him, like, a thumbs up. But I suppose I can, like, <laughs> roar and make hand gestures if I feel like it. If Arnus knew sign languages, would be a perfect Coco analogy. Um, but no. I think I'll give you two options when your turn comes up. Alright. So it's Leopold's turn now. And the first thing he does is scramble to his feet, gives just the meanest death stare to this kangaroo of Darwin's. How can this little bitty fake thing <laughs> knock me down? I don't have time for this. So what he's gonna do is take it and throw it at Darwin. He's gonna pick your kangaroo up by the neck and just throw him. Uh, roll me a deck save for your kangaroo. For the kangaroo. Roll poorly. Mm-hmm. Not for you. I mean, you're gonna... That's his... So his dex is 15. So it's a uh, plus two. Plus two. Okay. No, this isn't to get hit. This is this for is really how the kangaroo takes this. Kangaroo oh. rolled a five. <laughs> kangaroo did not roll well. Oh, dear. So the kangaroo first lands on its tail in an attempt to right itself. Its feet hit the ground. It pops up and then just skids face first <laughs> in the gravel. And is right at your feet, Darvin. Uh, he took two points of damage to your kangaroo. Because Leopold has just had it up to here with that ebony kangaroo. And then he turns his attention back on Sam. And for the second time today, you see someone pick Sam up and just tear him and Sniffins into two pieces again. He drops Sam on the ground and is holding Sniffins up by that white kerchief that the Celestials put on him, and just laughing with all the malice he has. 
Aranus. You find yourself between two worlds. And it took you a moment to recognize the grayscape. But between the snow and the endless gray sky and the people that you see, just like before, people and animals walking through, swapping parts, becoming intermingled. You see among them Turval, the bare-armed giant who was just killed in that cavern. All of them seem to be wandering in random directions at first, until something catches their attention a bit further away, and you see a mass of them starting to head over there. Um, now, talking. I realize you're a giant ape. <laughs> so, a couple things. Um, the simplest option is to just drop being an ape. Dangerous, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, the second option here is... This is a very magical place. You and Patches exist here in a very magical way. You could just attempt to communicate telepathically here. Hmm. Might be a better option. It would make it harder to lie, but it would be safer. Physically safer. I mean, he already knows what my actual intentions are. I don't know that, like... Does he, though? The portal's still open. It is fading. Can I try to leave? You can try. But you're still being grasped by Patches. I'm going to try to leave. Okay. Give me an athletics or acrobatics check, then. Wait, wait, wait. What? You're strong enough. You could just hug him and walk out, rather than trying to fight him. Oh, can I just, like, pick him up and go? Well, that would be a grapple check, so it would just be athletics. It would have to turn this around, and it would be you holding him instead of him pulling on you. Either way, it's the same check, I guess. You're, are, the, the difference is, are you breaking him off, or are you taking him with you? I feel like breaking him off of me doesn't actually serve our purposes at all. Yeah. So instead of trying to talk, or communicate, or do anything with him, I'm just going to try and give him a big ol' hug, and just walk him out of here. <laughs> Ape hug. Okay. Roll that athletics. God. Oh, fucking <laughs> So, Arnis, what did you roll? I rolled a one. What does that come to? It comes to a ten. Okay, I mean, it's still a crit fail, so unless he crit fails too... You uh, are punished. Oh, gosh. I, 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 for a moment, I'm just like, oh, shit, yeah, I didn't think about that. You're a big strong boy now. <laughs> Alright, see what Patches does. No, that's a fifteen on the die. Okay, giant ape Aranus, you try to turn the tables on Patches and just hoist them up into the air so you can charge back through that portal, back to your friends, back to a semblance of safety and control. And as you reach down to pick him up and you heave upwards with all your strength, he doesn't move, but you do. Instead of pulling him like five feet into the air, you feel your legs just sink five feet into the snow. Oh, good. I'm going to have a meeting with Corum again, guys. It's going to be fantastic. Giant apes are larger giant size. Huge. Oh, huge. Okay. That gets you down to about a little less than waist. So it's just your legs that are in the snow. The rest of you is still out. So you've got your arms, you've got your torso. 
Is there anything you want to say? You've used your action, but you do still have words if you want them. I guess I can try to just communicate telepathically because I don't have language and I refuse to not be a giant ape. <laughs> okay. I think as you do this, you see just a look of disappointment on Patches. He just kind of reaches out a hand and places it on your chest and you can hear his voice in your head now. You can respond. Okay. He brought me here to talk. I don't know why. That was definitely his intent. So what I'm going to tell him is this. I'm not sure of your intentions in bringing me here or somewhere else. I am not here for chit-chat. The time for that is well past. (laughs) I only have one purpose, and that is ridding this world of you. And I'm going to try to call out to Coram. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> you know what? Call out to Coram. Because I've got the response for this already. So, I guess I'm going to think loudly or maybe yell. You can just call out in gorilla voice. Um, like, they don't know languages, but you're in a weird magical place and you're trying to talk to a god. The, so The intention being like... Quorum, I brought you your victim. I think as you do, you hear Patches' voice in your head. No, Aranis, I brought you here to talk. I definitely think I've got a better idea of what you want now. Interesting idea. You know, we can... We'll see. I mean, if that's what you want, I've got an offer for you. But if you're calling out to Quorum, he's not going to hear you here. This isn't his space. This is mine. Darvin, you've got your head, which you can move, talk. You've got your ebony kangaroo at your feet. It's struggling to get back up. Time. Have it kick me, please. <laughs> that was my thought, but I feel like I'm supposed to use my voice to talk to Quorum for Arnie. You can do both. You can do both. Oh, yeah. It's an action, and then yeah. talking is a free action. Oh, yeah. You can just tell the kangaroo to shake Vale. Yes, I do. Like, it doesn't have to hurt. That's my bonus action. Kangaroo, go shake Vale. Don't hurt them. Okay. That's a bonus action. <laughs> Alright, that's the bonus action. That's what the kangaroo will do on its turn. For my action, I'm going to pray, I guess. That's an action, right? If you want a result from it, yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you want an action from Corum, yes. Yes. There's always a result from prayer. But if you want substantial divine intervention, hell yeah, that's an action. Okay. <laughs> so, Darwin. Before we roll, what's this prayer? So usually when Darwin prays to Corum, he tries to be like calm and collective and respectful and humble and all that. <laughs> Opposite of that right now. Yeah, right Right oh, now he's just, right now he's just like, hey, Corum, Corum, Corum. I think Arnus is in your grayscape with Paldox, I think, and we're all dead. Please, 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 please help. It's <laughs> like a rapid SOS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be very like frantic and not collected at all. The most frantic prayer ever. Yeah. Oh, um, dear God, please help me. Yeah, pretty much that. Okay. Begging for divine intervention. Go ahead and roll religion. I don't think there's any advantage on this. It's not a particularly focused prayer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prayer of desperation. Mm-hmm. It's almost literally a Hail Mary. That's what I did. Didn't work out so well. That's a 13. <sighs> oh, Darwin. Darwin, Darwin, Darwin. This is very much a mixed success here, or a partial success, however you want to call it. So what's going to happen here? 
you frantically shout out this prayer, and you feel a response in your head. Coram's listening. He listens to all of his servants, especially those as they get closer to death. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Nice. Darvin, who exactly do you want me to save? Arinus, so he can fulfill his quest. And so we can fulfill our quest, I mean. Isn't that what he's doing right now? Fulfilling the quest? Mm-hmm. I thought it was... I mean, I thought we were failing at it. Well, everybody fails until they don't. Fair point. But if Arinus fails, then... I mean, that's either death, in which case I get something I want. Or it's not, and they're fine. He's fine. Sorry, let me... Darvin, why should I save Aranus, who's working to fulfill their promise to me, as opposed to you, or your friend Vale there, who does not owe me that debt, and who can do many good things for me in the future? Is he done? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the end of the question. Okay. Why save Arnus and not the two of you? Then I'm just gonna say that's a good point. Just I thought Arnus being where he is and who he's with, but was under the impression had a better chance of fulfilling our mission. I don't see myself getting there right now. The mission is Arnus's. To succeed or fail. Okay. Mm. As much as I don't Want to paint gods, good or evil? I think I've got the devil's bargain for you here. Uh-oh. Hmm. Darvin. Where Aranus is now, I cannot help him. Outside of my scope. But. But I can make sure that that portal remains open enough for someone to come back. But you have to pay the price. I'm going to take something from you. Something that you want, and you will never have it. Are you going to tell me what it is? No. Oh, no. Okay, whatever. I'm going to agree. Wow. Wow. Good God. Holy shit. If I live, I apparently owe you huge. He doesn't really have to think about it that hard. He's just going like... God, what is it that I want that I'm going to lose? But whatever. That's, you know, 30-second me's problem. That's Screw that guy. That's future Darwin's problem. Yeah. Don't let that guy worry about it. <laughs> Alright, just wrote down Darwin took devil's bargain. I know what that means. We'll get to that at some point. And I'm going to hate myself. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. <sighs> okay. And the voice of Corum fades from your mind. And almost imperceptibly, you see Brumble's mantle turn from pointing at that portal to pointing at you and Vale. So it's no longer peeling away that portal. Mm, okay, okay. But the two of you are now in that. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? No. Okay. I think that's good. Make a wisdom saving throw to see if you can escape old person. Oh, yeah. Fifteen. That was the same as last time. 
I think the whole person is just like slowly wriggling its way down. So just your waist down, much like Arnis is stuck in the snow, you are just grasped in the air. So you've got your torso. It's the ebony kangaroo's turn. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Stands up, dusts itself off, goes over to Vale. Headbutts Vale a couple of times. <laughs> On the third one, Vale uh, falls out of this hypnotic pattern. And just, what, what, what? And Vale, it's your turn. Yay! Uh, slightly disoriented from being stuck in that hypnosis for so long. And you now can take in this scene. What's the difference from me to the mantle? Not terribly far, actually. 25 feet? Oh, damn it. What's the difference from me? More than that. No, I know. What's the difference from me to Leopold? 30 feet? Damn it. They're in the same direction. Oh, so Sam just I just have to go past one to get to the other one? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Cool. Then I want to, if you allow it, walk past the mantle, point it at Leopold, and then stab Leopold. There's going to be some rolls here. No, I figured yes. At the very least, an attack roll. <laughs> Please. Don't be so pedestrian. <laughs> You're walking through this beam that is sucking magic out of the air. Make a constitution saving throw. It is focused on you and Darwin right now. 21. Okay. You manage to make it that far. You get your hand on the mantle, and you want to turn it towards Leopold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time for him to roll. That's a three on the die. Yes! You can start to see the chaotic energy field around him distort in the air like heat waves uh, and destabilize and start getting pulled into the mantle. And you want to stab him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll that attack. 27. Jeez. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Nine damage. You stab him in the side. Cringes in pain. He's feeling a little disoriented. He's not used to having chaotic magic to begin with, so to start to feel some of it get pulled away is weird. Uh, anything else you'd like to do, Vale? That's my turn. Okay. Back halfway into the grayscape with Patches and Arnis. Patches first. Arnis, I've got a very important question for you. Because I think I know what you want, but there's a couple ways that this might happen. Do you want to kill me? Or do you want me dead? Because I've been killed before, and I've never died. What do you want? Crap. What were my original instructions? I don't know. No, my original instruction was kill Papox. Yeah. Literally kill Papox. <laughs> I just want to make sure I remember the instruction I was given. Patches is drawing a new distinction here. Oh dear. To kill him, or do you want him dead? My instructions were to kill you. So you don't want me dead? To me, they are the same thing. Well, if it comes to it, you're going to have to make a choice. They're not the same. Then explain. In one scenario, I cease to be. In the other, I don't. That makes no sense. We'll get to talk more on your turn. (laughs) While you think about what you want to do on your turn, Arnis, we're going to go back into the cavern. Sam is out of it, unconscious on the ground. Sniffins is similarly out of it in Leopold's hands. And it is Leopold's turn. The first thing he has to do is resist this magical pull that's on him right now from the mantle. It's already affecting him. 
see if he can maintain some of his magic a little longer. That's a one on the die. Uh, so, the first thing Leopold does with his free hand is move to blast Vale with magic, but only a little spurt of a cantrip comes out. You'll still be mad. Yeah. So yeah, I think all he's going to be able to muster is a cantrip, which is a d22. The 15 on the die. Good. Good, you're right there for this. Because he is going to reach out and touch you. Uh, this is going to suck. A little bit of shocking grasp. Yes, a little bit of shocking grasp indeed. You're not wearing any metal armor, so good for you. Yay, me. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Vale! Which is actually never a concern with this party. Nope. In, in nope. its current formation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until so, two-thirds of us uh, die, because I think that's what right. happened. A melee spell attack. So here we go. That's a 15 on the die. Um, Boo sauce. AC is 17, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's going to hit. Sweet. So... That is 11 points of lightning damage. Are you... I got six left. Evasioning? Oh, no, yeah. I'm going to evade. So that means I'm going to take five. So I'm uh, at 12. Oh, and since you can't take reactions now... Oh, no. I'm sorry. (sighs) No, you're not, Scott. Story-wise, I love what this opens up. Morally, I don't like what is going to happen. Because <laughs> this has just all been like hypnosis, whole person, and now just like a lesser form of paralysis, just like stunned for a brief moment. Um, it's ugh, it's opening up all these windows for Leopold, which great for him. So what Leopold is going to do at this point, seeing Vale unable to react to anything immediately... He's going to open up a small pouch at his hip, and he's going to pull out a pair of manacles with the chain in between the two broken, and he's going to slap one of those around Sniffins' paw, like right around the wrist, and then he's going to snap one around his own wrist, opposite of that, and then he is going to combine with Sniffins. Yeah. You see a burst of dust around Leopold, and standing in front of you, Vale, now, is an eight-and-a-half-foot-tall, were-dog-looking creature, scars all over it, like Tamani Sam, but just meaner, more beaten up, drooling at the mouth, and he starts to leave. He's got what he wants. He's heading for the stairs. Leopold Sniffins is making his way to the stairs. Arnus, you were able to see half of that, but you've got patches in front of you now. If you want to pull yourself up out of the snow, that's one thing. But if you want to continue talking, that's another. Let me say one thing before I go. To draw your little distinction for you, mm-hmm. I do want you dead. Well, but that's very interesting. Your buddy has my buddy, so I gotta go. <laughs> Hear me out. No. And I start to walk away. You have to pull yourself up out of the snow. Yeah. Make an athletics check. 16. As you get up and pull yourself up out of the snow, Patches is going to try to grab you. Are you taking the disengage action? Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Action. So 
as you're getting up and moving away, he's going to try to stop you. And his fingers are slipping through your wet ape hair around the legs from the snow. And as you get closer to the portal, everything gets more ephemeral. Patches shouts after you, wait, wait, no, I'll no, stay and talk. And you see him make a motion with his hand as if to close the portal. But <laughs> something is stopping it from closing. Corm. Uh, thank, thank you, Corm. Darvin. He's, ah, dang it. Takes a few steps in the snow like he's going to make after you. This is weird. You're half in two places right now before you go back through the portal. As you make your way back into the cavern, roll Arcana. I think this is just to make sure you realign yourself properly. Is this, this your, own my... your own Arcana? Your own Arcana? Because that's an intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 19. Okay. As you step back through, you see both sides of yourself, like the side that went into the grayscape and the side that stayed behind, kind of come together in and out of focus. Just whoop, 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 and then they like, settle back into one, and it's slightly disorienting. But you're able to keep it together. And yeah, you definitely can look back through the portal and see patches like... He'll come through when he can. Okay. Oh, hang on. Oh, How much oh. of my move did I use? To pull yourself up out of that snow. Get over there. I'm going to say that's 30 feet. Does he have more than 30? Is a giant ape? 40. Okay, so you've got 10 more feet. I am 10 extra feet in the direction of... What's his name? Of Leopold. Of Leopold. All right. Yes. You're 10 feet closer. He's 20 feet in front of you now. Darvin, you've got your torso loose out of this whole person. Your kangaroo... Has just shaken awake Vale, so Ebony Kangaroo doesn't have any current commands. Uh, what do you want to do? I'm still held, right? So I'm still yeah. going to make a saving throw. You still need to make your wisdom save. Okay, I'm going to look my bonus action. Send the kangaroo after Leopold. Okay, what's your kangaroo's speed? It says 40. Oh! Fast little kangaroo. The kangaroo catches up with Aranus. There's a giant ape and an ebony kangaroo going after a dogman. Hey, buddy. And wisdom oh, saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and wisdom saving throw, Dark. Please don't scare the kangaroo away. Oh. Ooh, that's a 19. Hey! Totally yay. free now. About time. You feel your legs. <sighs> and then we go to Vale. You've got the mantle at your feet, just pointed at the wall pretty much right now. Sam down, unconscious, next to it. Leopold is escaping. How far is Leopold? From you? A little over 30 feet, so like somewhere between 30 and 40 feet. Alright, so I'm not really going to be able to make it to him, because my speed is 30. Ah. So I'm going to pick up the mantle. Okay. I'm going to move as far as I can to Arnis, keeping it from pointing at Arnis. So where's it pointing? Uh, at the opposite wall that Arnis is... Of, of, so if I'm moving towards Arnis, I've got to point it this way, just like at a, at, away from Arnis. Pointed towards your right? Yeah. Okay. I think as you're running, it passes over that splotch of darkness that still remains just hanging there and pulls it up. Yeah, and you stop just behind Arnis. And I'd be like, Arnis, could you hold this? I can't do anything while holding it and, you know, don't want to leave it sitting there doing nothing. With anybody could walk by and grab it. You can't deactivate it? Try. Do you want to turn it off right now, knowing that patches could come back in any second? Mm, I mean... No, but... I just kind of figured since you had two hands, you could hold it in one hand and punch somebody with the other one. 
Great snotty. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I might be a little bitter here because I only have one hand. Yeah, sure. Twice as much damage if I can punch twice, but I'm fine. You can punch twice with the same hand. Or you can brain oh, I guess, someone with I guess I can do that. It didn't occur to me that that was or, a lot. Or just use a, a foot fist. Or brain someone with a mantle. That's fair. Holding it uh, I keep it pointed at Leopold away from me. Right, we'll, get that, we'll get to that on your turn. Okay. Um, oof, oof, this is fun times. So after Vale rushes up and is like, take this, Patches comes back through the portal, takes a moment to center himself. <sighs> Arnis, I thought we were having a really nice conversation. Maybe what we have here is just too many distractions. Oh, Jesus. And it is magic time. Patches is going to unload some chaos magic. Oh, dear. So I think, I think just as Vale hands over the mantle to Aranus, Patches is going to target Vale. There's a distraction. Let's do something about it. Let's see what we got. This is going to be good. This is scary. Chaos magic is really like I don't want to say doing what I want. It is following the intent of the characters. I'm going to assume you're an unwilling creature, Vale. Yeah. Patches just raises a hand up high and flicks his fingers out towards Vale, and this beam of purple light flashes over them as he casts Plane Shift on Vale. Holy, what the f***? Vale, make a charisma saving throw. Charisma? It's an 18. Vale makes a concerted effort here, and just after handing off the mantle, this beam of light consumes them, and when it passes, Vale is gone. We haven't talked about planes in this game, just because teleportation is so bad. Oh my god, I'm fucked. Yeah! I have to find my own way back. Do you know what I can tell you? There are only two planes that Patches would want to send you to. Oh dear. One of them is the astral plane. That's boring. He has limited control there. The other is the grayscape. So Vale, you appear in... Well, this is just a random location, isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, yeah, a random location on the plane of existence that you specify. You appear in the middle of the grayscape somewhere. On the horizon, you can see a group of creatures all heading to congregate somewhere. The ground is cold, but the air is strangely warm. There's a breeze here, and the sound is just like a low moan, just fading in and out. See, Arnis? Distractions. As Patches makes his way over towards you, Arnas. Leopold is going to use all of his speed to dash, uh, make it over to the staircase and start his way up. Not out of reach, by any means. Arnas! Veil is gone. I know! It doesn't make the, doesn't make the choice any easier. Alright. Yeah, I go over to Leopold. Can I? Okay. Your speed is 40, right? 40. If you dash, you can catch him. I have this question. 
All right. I will have an answer. Because I I have a picture in my head of what I think these stairs should look like, but I don't know if it matches what you're imagining. Here's what I want to do. <laughs> what I want to do is just go over to the side of the stairs and just, like, pluck him off of them. See this little zigzaggy here on the map? And, like, what I want to know is, do I have the ability to not necessarily have to go chase him up the stairs? Can I... Without can I just grab him off of the stairs? Or can I climb... Because uh, I have climb speed. Can I climb up the stairs in front of him? What's your climb speed? 40. Oh, it's the same. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. That's actually a cool idea. <laughs> On his turn, he moved a full 60 feet. Okay. So you can't grab him, but you can run up to the base of those stairs and then just scale the wall. And get because they, they zigzag, <laughs> kind of like cut off in the face of the stone. Yeah. Um, okay. And just like... Stand right in front of him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Aranus, giant ape Aranus. I'm loving this so much. Darwin, completely free from the whole person. You are way back over there, nearest the campfire. Your ebony kangaroo is already heading off towards Leopold. What do you do? Far away did you say is again? Is he 60 feet? Uh, he was 60 feet from them, uh. so... That's, like, at least 100 feet away from you. Yeah, but if you dash, you can get within 10 feet of him. Yeah, but that takes my second to last key point. No, you can just take no. the dash as an action. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll just dash and get hella close to him. So now, on these stairs, we've got Aranus, giant ape Aranus above him on the stairs. Darwin comes running up from below him on the stairs, and he is sandwiched in between the two of you. With a kangaroo up there somewhere. The, kangaroo. the kangaroo's coming... Right about now. <laughs> and then there's a hop, 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 hop. Hey, buddy. And he stops right up next to Darwin. Kangaroo. Yeah. He stops at you and looks at you. Angry eyes. He's ready to go. He's ready to kick somebody. Um, hey, dude. Good job so far. Keep it up. Vale. Mm-hmm. You are somewhere in the grayscape. What do you do? Well, I know that there is a portal somewhere on this plane, still. Um, yeah. And thanks to Corm, it's not closing right now. Um, oh. I'm going to move towards the collective group of okay. creatures, but only my normal move speed. Only 30 feet. Um, they are hundreds of feet away. Yeah. So if you want to dash, I'm, no, you I'm won't be still be that close. With my action. Okay. Go for um, it. Since I know I'm boned. And I can't see the portal anywhere from where I'm standing, I'm no, assuming. No, 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 no. Because this is what I do in Acts of Desperation, I'm going to pray to Tiff. Ah, okay. Well, much like Darwin, give me the prayer first. This prayer is a prayer of, um... It's an honest prayer. I've been trying to connect to him, them. 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 They're shapeshifters, them. Yeah. <laughs> um, more as I've been traveling recently since the last interaction with them. <laughs> I've been going about more in my true form, and I just reach out saying, you know, Tiff is the only god that might even care at all about me and what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Some guidance toward a way out of this space would help guide my blade to freeing the changelings in Earl. So all you want is guidance. Oh, this is wonderful. Wonderful. I'm not, I'm not gonna ask for a miracle. I'm, I'm asking <laughs> for help. That's fine. Roll religion. Which I have none of. <laughs> that's fine. That's no, perfect. Plus one. And that's a five, so I got a six. You make an earnest prayer to Tiff. 
and you ask for a sign. This plane is far from their reach. And it's not a sign that you see. It's not a sign that you hear. But I think as you finish this, there's a gust of wind at your back that kind of pushes you a couple of steps in a direction. And you look off ahead like, oh, if I were to keep going this way, eventually it's 100 yards or so in front of where that other group in the distance is, and they seem to be headed off in that vague direction too. Like an intercept path. Got it. Well, I know which direction I'm heading now. Okay. Patches his turn. <sighs> Arnus, are you telling me you still have distractions? I'm so sorry, Darwin. I'm so sorry. Okay. Can I yell back at him? You can yell back in Gorilla? If he wants to stop the, dire- the distractions, tell him, give us Sniffins back and I'll talk to you. He wants to have a conversation. That's what's keeping you from having a conversation. Do you just want to growl and point at Leopold? Yeah, pretty much. As if to indicate, like, the only distraction here is this guy. I want the dog back. Oh, this could go really poorly, though. Well, of course it could, but it's already going poorly. So, I mean... Alright, with your growling and gesturing, give me a persuasion check. It's a 19. I'm actually really interested to see where this is all going with Leopold and the dog. Um, I can make sure Sam is fine. We can worry about the dog later. No. I just shake my head. Well, fine. I won't help Leopold against my better judgment. But Darwin... God damn it. Luckily the kangaroo still has orders. Bye, Darwin. 16. Okay. This is wild. Uh-oh. It's befitting chaos magic. I'm dead. Darwin, please make an intelligence saving throw. Oh my god. What the hell? I am boned. What the hell is that crap? Uh, oh, I got a 19. Ooh! Still not gonna be good enough. Check that shit out, it's though. It's against a god. <laughs> That's true. It's still not good enough. Still, though. Um, good effort, buddy. I mean, you both are getting so close. And if you had more, if either of you had like a, a close bonus? three, it's okay. I wouldn't be saving here either. So, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna peel back the curtain a little bit. Is it DC twenty? We'll oh, put that curtain right back. Because it's a god. Yeah, we figured. So Darwin patches waves a hand and. A circular ring of little dark blue and purple fireballs comes spinning towards you as he casts Mental Prison. Oh, God. Oh, dear. dear. That sounds bad. There is some damage involved with this, which we'll get to second. Oh, dear. Second. (laughs) The area immediately around your space appears dangerous to you. You've got these pillars of spinning fire all around. Whatever form the illusion takes target can't see or hear anything beyond it, and is restrained for the spell's duration. If you're moved out of this illusion, make a melee attack through it, or reach any part of your body through it, you take even more damage. Jeez. So first, we will get to the psychic damage that you take. Okay. Two, three, four, Mother five. Oh my god, he's about to die. I really am. Um... If you try to move through this in any way, 
it's twice as many. Oh my god. Got it. And that'll just like straight up kill you. Oh dear. That is 26 psychic damage. So that's exactly what I have. <sighs> Darwin collapses. Nobody can see from what. All right, Arnis, I think we're just about out of distractions, right? And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Maximilian John and Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Chris DeMello and Sierra Jones. And at the very generous $15 Governor level, thank you, Steve Geddes. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. Special thanks to Empower RSA for the use of his song Extension Deep Original Mix, available from his own label MaxNote Music at empowerrsa.bandcamp.com, and you can find him on Twitter at EmpowerRSA. That's the letter M, the word power, followed by the letters R-S-A. Go give him a listen. <laughs>